What's up, everybody? Welcome to the View from Jamestown podcast edition. This is episode 37. This is the February 2020 edition. I'm sitting down with TCC President Rob Roach, VP of Sales and Marketing AJ Petrarca, and Latin American Operations Manager Javier Fernandez. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Happy February. Happy February. How are we all doing? Good. After Super Bowl, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show was a hit. It was a hit. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Ugh. What's not to love about that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good game, too. It was a good game. It was, it was a good, good game. game. Yeah, Texas Tech representing. I went to Texas Tech like it's Mahomes. I didn't yeah. know that until you said yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pleased. Yeah, it was, it was cool. fun. Fun watching the halftime show with some of my closest Latin American friends. You guys yeah. all really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, February. How's uh, how's everything going so far? I think January is a, a pretty good month, pretty busy month, and looking looking good in February so far. Seems like things been uh, been busy. Lots to talk about. Yeah, January was definitely a, a great rebound from December. December was you know really quiet. Um, I think it had to do with the holidays falling on Wednesday. Um, just a short month uh, in general, and probably a, a good year to have that time off and, uh, you know, uh, do a little control-alt-delete and uh, restart. Coming in the new year, January picked up real good, and uh, February is looking strong as well. Control-alt-delete, that's the first time I think we've used that one. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a Mac guy. I am. So I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> my computer and my phone actually works. So I got on my father's computer the other day, and it took me twice as long to do whatever I was doing because it was pop-up, pop-up, pop-up. He's like, your computer has it. I'm like, no, it does not have that, you know. So there's all these crazy people out there that still think Microsoft is a wonderful thing. I, I despise it. Yeah, I love Macs. Yeah, me too. Thank God for something that works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, stuff's de- definitely. Hi, Lungo. <laughs> <laughs> That's our IT guy. Yeah. He doesn't like Macs because Macs, uh, uh, Macs work and the other ones break, so he makes more money. So. Long story short, we're not getting a Windows sponsorship anytime soon. No. no. <laughs> That's not enough. No. no Windows. Strike that one off the list. Of Microsoft, anything. <laughs> Apple hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But back to chemicals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think one of the closest things we're still keeping an eye on, which maybe has gone to the back burner a little bit, is the, the trade and tariff situation. Uh, obviously, the, the biggest one for the U.S., looking at China. Um, I think the, the word on the street kind of is that it's going to be in effect as is until probably the, uh, the election season through November. Um, so I think that kind of gives companies a baseline of how to go forward. Um, obviously, we saw China cut tariffs in half on stuff coming from the U.S., but it doesn't seem like that's going to be too much of an effect on us as a U.S. company and, and U.S. imports from China. It seems like it's going to be kind of status quo. I think it's a good thing, you know, the tariffs on China right now because, uh, you know, it's certainly done good for our stock market, our unemployment. Um, it had to be done, you know. So um, I'm going to actually say that uh, something positive about Trump. He did do a good job in, in standing up to the bully that is China. I mean, they manipulate their currencies. They uh, grow um, capacities of chemicals beyond world world needs. Um, it's something that had to be done. I mean, it was already... There was already a shakeup in China prior to the tariffs and the, and the, and the quote-unquote trade war in that they were starting to realize that they were polluting the heck out of their country and people were going to eventually, um, you know, 
get very upset about the fact that their living conditions were, were so poor. We're seeing that in India as well. So these developing countries have major issues with, uh, with uh, pollution and with uh, carbon dioxide and smog, something that America has already been through. I mean, we're not guilty. We went through that as well. So um, something that we have to recognize, though, because the world is getting smaller. Um, but back to um, the trade war with China, you know, it's true. The goods have been dumping into the United States at very low prices for too long. And now we're seeing, because of the walls that we've put up, you know, the trade um, walls, the tariffs, we're seeing it happen in, in Latin America and especially in Europe, uh, where they are such a bureaucracy. They don't know how to stop this trade flow of cheap goods from China. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's been a good thing, and I'm glad somebody finally did stand up to China. But we are dependent on China for many things, and we will continue to be. So, um, you know, we're going to get to the coronavirus. It's a big concern. It's going to really impact the supply chain, trade flows, et cetera. And um, it already has started. And I think the big thing with the China situation up until now is it just we didn't know what was going to happen. One month it's 25%, then it's 10%, then it could go away, and then it's back. Right. So I think if whether it's 25%, 10%, 0%, whatever it is, now we can kind of plan for that for the year. So based on what we're hearing now, obviously that could change tomorrow, but it kind of seems like it's going to be here for a little while. Um, and obviously AJ manages one of our primary products from China that's really only produced in China, so it's kind of a unique situation where it just kind of is what it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, people just it just they plan on it now, and yep. you know, I don't think anyone has any expectations of it going away. At least for for budgeting purposes, you know, you're still going to plan for the 25 percent until, you know, until something changes. Yep. And I think it's been a month or two since we've done a Latin America update. Um, yep. You know, Venezuela, Mexico, different different regions there, with both us bringing stuff up from there, and then obviously selling back to mm-hmm. Latin America. So what's the what's the latest down yeah, there? Yeah, we do a fairly amount of stuff. We we bring stuff from Colombia, from Mexico, from uh, Brazil. We to distribute in the U.S. and also we sell into back into those markets from mainly European goods, not so much Asian. Um, but because the competition on the Asian markets is it's, it's it's a dumping ground in Latin America, yeah. as well as from the Middle East, right? As well as the Middle East and 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 lately uh, from Russia, they mm-hmm. haven't seen more Russian goods in the Latin American market, and it's a small market, so it's very strange to find Russian and Turkish in that area. Yeah. But, but they're but they're being coming coming to the market. And what do you what do you, in terms of cost differences, I mean, how much cheaper are they paying for? So, for example, uh, there's a product, uh, phthalic anhydride. It's coming into Brazil 20% less from Russia than the cost of the market is. And there's two producers of that product mm. in that market. Wow. So so there's, there's an anti-dumping du- duty case starting there mm. for the Russian material. Wow. Yeah. So in the short term, they're just trying to move material in the long run obviously could could hurt them yeah so there's 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 a bunch of capacity uh and use capacity with the new plants coming in in, in russia that their raw materials there's an excess capacity of raw materials that they need to go somewhere yeah because the russian economy is not that big texas is much bigger yeah just the state of texas is bigger than just the state of texas i mean <laughs> when you think russia you think it's a much bigger because the land they 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 occupy is one sixth of the world but in essence, the livable space is is Texas is bigger, yeah. and it's a bigger economy. Mm. It's a crazy comparison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and I guess what's the, what's the outlook for for Mexico for the big regions for Latin America? Yeah, for the, the, year? the the outlook I think for the I was reading a couple of articles and I think the outlook for this decade is is they 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 think a two to four percent uh, yearly growth uh, for the region, which is which is low. Uh, the, the, there's concerns on the fiscal fiscal budgets. There's a lot of fiscal spending in many countries, including Brazil, Colombia, Chile, Argentina. Argentina is going through a restructuring of their debt, their third year on their economy uh, shrinking. Brazil is doing a, a fiscal restructuring as we speak. And then a big problem that we face, many of the countries, is formalization. There is up to 50% of informal jobs. So those people, are they don't pay taxes, but at the same time, they don't take advantage of the social programs and the social services. So you see there's an imbalance. So there's, and then we also, there's a lack of technology too. So things like payments online, so people still go and do lines to pay their bills, things that we don't do in the U.S., you know, things like that. But I think along those fronts, I mean, even the U.S. is newer to some of that stuff. Um, You know, I think you see reports like Europe's been doing like the tap to pay and stuff like that for a long time. So we'll get there. I mean, I think we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. I think we're on the right track. Uh, and yeah, business business should be good. Uh, hoping to, to to business should be should be doing good for this year. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah. It's a, at least a positive outlook versus you know flat or negative. Yeah, so it's, you know could be yeah. worse. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing Rob uh, mentioned briefly is the coronavirus situation in China. Um, something we're keeping a close eye on. I think the, the world's keeping a close eye on at this point. It's something that is going to be real interesting as they uh, come back from from holiday next week and see what's available, what's not available. You know. Yeah, I think back to Javi, you know, short-term business should be really good because there literally is nobody answering the phone. There's nobody responding to emails in China. Um, There's going to be significant delays of departures of of goods from China. So uh, even the last couple weeks, you know, since the coronavirus, the news of the coronavirus has really started to get out there, um, you know, we've already seen quite a bit of panic, you know, about people concerned about the supply chain, especially getting into, you know, four to six weeks from now, um, you know, April through May, you know, what's mm-hmm. going to happen because uh, this is a this is a major and, and it's a continuing saga. I mean, we've we really haven't figured uh, we haven't encapsulated it. Yep. it. SARS was already encapsulated well below the levels where we are now. So um, and they're starting to find, you know, cruise ships with people that have it and, you know, in um, other countries, it's starting to grow. I mean, uh, you know, I think this could be, um, you know, a, a glo- it is already a global event and it's just good. But in terms of sticking to chemicals and the chemical industry, it's it's certainly you need to check your supply chain for the next com- few coming months. Because even though Sunday is February 9th, that's officially when, you know, their their New Year celebration ends. Are people going to return to work? I think that's the major question. Yep. Yeah, because in some areas of China, they're extending the holiday longer. So that means they, the, the, the factories are not working. So their orders are backed up. So if even if you put the order next week, your order is going to be coming to the back of the line. So your order is going to be processed, manufactured at the end of the month. It's going to be shipped probably middle of March. It's going to get here second half of April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just even the, the the immediate impact. You know, you're seeing oil prices go down because 
people aren't flying in and out of China anymore. You're seeing, I saw a thing the other day, it was like last, the holiday season last year, just movies, you know, people that paid to go watch movies was $9 billion. It's zero this year. Wow. Just, just, just the people going to have entertainment, you know, you, you see not just, not even just the streets of Wuhan, but other major cities, empty. Empty. Absolutely empty. Uh, you know, people. So, uh, so cool people in Shanghai, nothing. Nothing. Literally. That's nothing. How crazy is yeah. that? That'd be like Manhattan going from what Manhattan is as we know it to nothing, nothing overnight. No, car, no cars, no people, nothing. Bizarre. Yeah. You know, bizarre and, and scary. And like, I think we were talking when it first came out. It's like, okay, you know, people have the flu. It's not going to affect shipping. It's not going to affect, you know, business. But obviously that has turned out not to be the case. It's obviously been much more severe, and it is going to, you know, impact business operations. Yeah, I got a note from uh, one of our producing partners in China, and uh, he said one of the biggest um, bottlenecks right now is they've set up um, checkpoints on, you know, for uh, on the roads, to, and it's stopping, you know, trucks getting to the, from the plants to the port because they're still, you know, they've been up and running through the holiday. Yep. Um, but, the, you know, they're already seeing the, the checkpoints being a big a big issue um, as far as logistics go. So I think we're just seeing the tip of the ice, iceberg, and, you know, we're not going to know the real uh, problems until they all do come back to work and start start their plants up again. Yep. Yeah, and I'll add dates for context because I'm sure it'll change by the time the episode comes out. But today's February 7th. As of yesterday, there was 24,000 confirmed cases, 16,000 of those in China, and around 470 deaths linked to you know the, the coronavirus. So I think, again, we're just kind of at the tip of the iceberg, unfortunately, with what we're going to see and how this is going to continue to grow you know, worldwide. Yeah, I mean, it's even been a pretty treacherous flu season around here. I mean, yeah. I've all of my kids have gotten sick and it's been intense. I'm talking, uh, I had 137.7 fever with uh, my 12-year-old. And, and what did you have with your six-year-old? Is my it? seven-year-old was over 105 at one point. So and, it was... and, and, it, and it lasted a long time. So it's, it's just been a, a horrible year in general. And, and flus, you know, as as well kill so you know people have to be on top of their health and uh and and cognizant of uh you know washing their hands and keeping clean and all that sort of stuff but we've also had a very warm winter um it hasn't been that you know that deep you know it's almost like when we get really really cold it sort of you know freezes everything um but it's going to be a while and you know the warm winters affecting natural gas prices it's creating more flus there's you know there's a lot of things with these this type of winter a warmer winter that uh many effects that it has i was gonna say that too i always attribute like the flu and flu season to really cold weather but that's obviously hasn't been the case it's been kind of a mild winter and it's still been a bad it's been horrible yeah it's been tough so everybody take care out there yeah um, I think the, the one other big news thing that came out uh, either this week or last week is Brexit becoming mm-hmm. official. Um, so I think we're obviously still a little bit new to that uh, whole situation, and we're going to see how everything shakes out. But something to keep an eye on, and we'll present some probably unique, um, you know, personal and business situations with with doing business with with the UK and in that region. It's been interesting this week to see the the, the stock market and what react. I mean, it's, it's just, it finally happened. You know what I mean? The impeachment is over. Okay. You know, he didn't get impeached, but it's over, you know, like all these things are just sort of coming to an end and there's some positive, you know, positive news out there in terms of the economy and whatnot, you know, because of it, it's like, you know, all of this stuff has an, an effect and, and a psychological effect, you know, coronavirus has a psychological effect, you know, Brexit had a psychological effect. But, you know, it, you know, in looking at things, no wonder why Britain wants to exit, you know, the EU. It's such a bureaucracy. They just don't get anything done. And, um, 
you know something's got to something's got to change in that um, because they certainly should be reacting um, as we are to the, these low cost goods just being dumped into you know uh, you know all the EU countries from from elsewhere. Um, you know there has to be a level playing field. Yeah, it's interesting to see you know especially on on the um, sourcing side. You know we do source some from Europe. We'll see how that uh, you know affects that whole situation too. Very slow in Europe right now. You know, there's uh, there really is, um, and that, you know, I don't, I don't know uh, if it's fact or not, but we heard there's some concern about the Rhine River again. Have to look into that and confirm that, but uh, doesn't make sense. I mean, we're in uh, the time of year where there should be a lot of precipitation, both snow uh, and rain. So, um, but yeah, the economy over there is very slow. Um, the demand is slow. Uh, there's a lot of um, you know import product coming in at low low prices and and the automotive business is off some 20 plus percent so it's a uh, you know hard times right now in in the EU maybe with the rising sea levels the Rhine River will yeah maybe oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see the logic <laughs> I think it's going the other way though <clears throat> so it seems like the long story short from all of this is watch your supply chains make sure you have security of supply Absolutely. Know, understand your full supply chain where everything's coming from up and down and and position yourself the best way you can for what's what's currently happening I think, uh, you know, for me, uh, everything's so low price in terms of raw materials, which is what we're going to get into now. I mean, you know, I I don't think it would be a bad idea to bolster inventories a little bit right now in light of all the things that are happening. I mean, they are regional and sometimes, you know, uh, small things that have a large impact. And, uh, yeah, so watch your supply chain. And and right now, um, you know, because uh, overall demand has been relatively slow and things other than retail and whatnot, the, um, you know, inventories are low. So um, it could be a pretty critical time right now. I do think that this year is going to be still be possibly the year of rationalization um, just because we've got so much – product being produced worldwide and and something's got to happen um so we'll see though it's a it's still too early in the year uh to to make any bold predictions yeah good transition right into um price updates and trends what we're seeing for for this month seems like most stuff's relatively flat uh obviously crude oil came down a bunch this month um i think the only outliers is methanol on our side came up a bit this month um but what are you guys seeing for for price updates kind of market-wide yeah, same thing. Pretty, you know, I guess, I guess flat to flat to flat on most <laughs> things. Um, you know, I think with with crude, people will be looking crude being down. People will be looking for decreases, but I don't know that um, that they'll they'll materialize on on a lot of the products that we do at this point anyway. Um, yeah, like you said, methanol is the only outlier. We had a big jump on on methanol, which uh, you know, which will trickle down to the the derivatives of methanol, obviously. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's pretty. Pretty pretty flat to quiet. I mean, everyone's expecting increases on products from China. You know, we'll see what the, what those will be when everyone's back next week. Obviously, um, you know, so stay tuned. Yeah, it seems like supply has been more of a played more of a role in it. I mean, crude come down a bunch, but if stuff's oversupplied, price isn't necessarily gonna you know go up or down. It's more who's got what and where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're we're at the lows on a lot of things. You know, we saw um, some activity to that point um, with you know quote-unquote economic force majeure and things like that so um, people just can't keep overflowing tanks or keep backing up rail cars uh, for too long so uh, there will be eventually uh, some rationalization but you know you got to you got to keep an eye on your supply chain because all these uh, regional events that you know turn into global events like coronavirus certainly have an impact 
Yeah, as we're sitting today, compared to this time last month, uh, crude is down about thirteen bucks a barrel. Brent crude about twelve bucks. Natural gas thirty to forty cents. Propylene rolled. Ethylene was down a little bit. So, so all the major indicators are going down slightly. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, as the Nasdaq and the Dow go up. Yep. So I think it may, maybe be a month behind. Maybe in, in March we'll see some more impacts of the crew going down and things like that. We'll see what happens. Well, they're talking about OPEC. You know, they're starting to talk about some cuts and things like that. So, um, yeah. you know, you can see methanol is a good example how quickly things turn around. That was certainly on the slide for quite some time. But uh, yeah. there was some gas supply impacts and some plants that had gone down. And, um, you know, it, it very quickly turned around and, and turned around in a big way. Javi, you want to discuss our, our featured product of the month here? Yeah, featured product of the month is adipic acid. As everyone knows, we represent in Vista. It's Adipure. It's used for to make plasticizer, adipates, UPR resin. Uh, polyurethane. Polyurethane has many applications. You can have it prompt, delivered within a week. We have it in stock, different stocking points. We have it in 22.68 kilobacks, 500 antistatic, and 1,000 kg bags. Hit me up with a text message, and you'll have your product <laughs> in the border of Mexico or on a ship within a week. <laughs> perfect. Wow. Very good. I'm ready to buy yeah, some. Yeah. Yeah, I want to buy Sign it. Me up. That's one of my favorite products. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, I have a lot. Yeah, it's, it's kind of my baby, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't manage it, though. Yeah, you, we have have to, a, yeah. you have to fight Ray You manage for it. it for Latin America. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> Hi, Ray. <laughs> so 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 have you checked on pricing in china for adipic acid recently yeah it's, it's coming up it's, it's sliding it's coming up it's coming yeah. up compared to what it was it's coming up okay it's coming up it's still 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 kind of a delta hmm. so the the price might not matter if you can't physically get it you know, the yeah. price yeah people are answering have you tried recently or uh there's a huge delay on the respondents and the and the, and the most most expensive product you have is the one that you don't have yep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's true very phil uh, philosophical over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a new man. I'm a new man. <laughs> you should put that in the in your email signature. <laughs> Most expensive products are the one you don't have. <laughs> Could we put that on the on the, the graphic? Most, you know, right, right, right in the feature of it. Yeah, we should do something with that. I like it. Just replace global bonds and chemistry with a new tagline. You know, <laughs> I also want a screenshot of him going like this to the mic. <laughs> Another interesting thing was this week, Ben and I were at a trade show, and um, we met with the guy who was trying to source face masks from here to send to oh, China. Yeah, I meant to mention that in the office meeting. There's an extreme shortage of face masks, oh, and yeah. uh, he's un unable to source them in the U.S. and um, you know looking elsewhere right now, but it was wow. kind of interesting. That's, that's, that's and also, there's a shortage of uh, uh, hospital beds. Huh. Wow. Yeah. She sent some TDI over there. <laughs> yeah, this mm. is the time. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. I wonder if we can source some face masks, add that to our product offering. Yeah. Chemical slash face mask distributor. <laughs> Chemical composites. Why not? Masks. We'll sell it. <laughs> uh, events, trade shows, conferences. Um, fully in seems like one of the two busy seasons. I think the, the spring and the fall are definitely two of the busier times for trade shows. Um, as AJ mentioned, we just had uh, two last week. We were at the World of Concrete show and the uh, International Roofing Expo. Um, but a couple more coming up in the next uh, six to eight weeks here. So next week we'll be exhibiting at the Specialty and Chemical Specialty and Custom Chemicals America show. They need to like 
shorten that down a little bit, I think. <laughs> that's a mouthful. But that's in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Texas. This will be our second year um, exhibiting. I think this is the second year for them having yep. that show in Fort Worth. But we'll have a contingent. Ben and I will be there uh, with Corey, Steve Friedewald, and Sean Harrington. So um, I think setting I up a, meetings. And attendance is up like 30% at this wow. point, too, which is just a good show. Wow, I didn't hear that, but oh, that's, that's really good. This is one of the shows that keep, keeps growing and growing in attendance, right? Yep, yep. That's good. <coughs> Maybe yeah. instead of balls, you can give out face masks at that show. There we go. That's we a should, good idea. Yeah. With no. TCC across the front. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm going to make a note here. <laughs> <laughs> we delivered to the show Monday morning. Oh, we're nice. <laughs> for, the, for the watch. <laughs> um. And then the next one after the after the Fort Worth show is uh, we'll be attending the NACD Southern Regional Meeting, that's uh, later in February the the twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. And where does that one? It's in Savannah, Georgia. Beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Mm. Um, Corey Mullins and Ray Altenberger will be leading the charge at that meeting. Um, the AMI PVC Formulators Conference is the next one up. That's in uh, that's in March twenty fourth to the twenty fifth, and that's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. Um, we'll be there, Ben, and uh, I think you you and Joe Diversa. Joe Diversa, possibly Ken Blanchard. So we'll have a couple people down at that one. Yeah, that's a good. That's more of a technical uh, technical conference, right? For the for the PVC. Uh, Compounders and plastisol folks. Yeah, one of our big supplier uh, producing partners, Perstorp, will be there. They're doing a, a big presentation on their their new product, Pevelin. Um, so we'll be there supporting them on that one. So if anyone's going out on that one, be happy to set up some time down there. And then uh, our big one for the year is uh, is AFPM. That's in uh, New Orleans this year, and uh, pretty much everybody will be there from from TCC. And um, the schedules our schedules are filling up pretty quickly. So if anybody wants to wants to get a hold of us, just just let us know. Um, we're doing a, a cocktail party on the on the Saturday, so if you do get in early enough, you're welcome to to join us for uh, you know some some good food and drink before the craziness that ensues, which is AFPM. Um, and then um, after that, American Coding Show will be up in Indianapolis. Um, it's it's the same week as AFPM; they overlap a little bit, but we'll have uh, I'll have a big group of people at at both. Um, so looking forward to seeing everybody. Yeah, busy time of year, and that's just through March. I think we got a bunch more in, in April and May, so we'll talk about those when we get there. But definitely a big, big trade show season. So hopefully we'll see see some of you guys out there. Um, you know, starting with the show next week down in Fort Worth. Wrapping things up. Uh, any other news? I know we're we're happy to welcome Michaela back. Yep, Michaela had a uh, uh, leave for um, for her. You know, raising her child for the first three months, and uh, welcome Michaela back into finance. Um, so that's great news. It's great to have her back. Um, Jill uh, in the office bought a house uh, last week, and so that's exciting. And then uh, Zach over at Kettle Bottom, I understand, <laughs> he, he bought a house uh, this week too. So, uh, you know, lots of exciting news. And, uh, and then uh, Michaela's son's name is Nolan, so the TCC family is growing. And, uh, and uh, no, all, all's good, you know. So it's, uh, it's great to see uh, our people have... Uh, uh, you know, uh, success in life and buying houses and having kids and, and, and doing well. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a big point of pride for my father and I, uh, when these things, uh, when these things happen, you know, that we're able to be there and support it. You want to give us that quote one more time to, to wrap things up? What is it? Wait, I forgot. <laughs> the most expensive product is the one you don't have. Yeah, that's it. 
Um, as always, we appreciate you you're watching or listening, however you're streaming the podcast. Um, the info, the podcast, the audio, the video is all available on uh, thechemco.com slash podcast, uh, as well as all our social media channels, emails. Um, keep an eye out. Hopefully you've been following, following along for a little while. Um, if this is your first episode. We appreciate you listening. Um, looking forward to continue it, continue to bring information to you guys. Um, thank you to the Kettle Bottom creative guys, as always, for the, the video and the production. Do excellent work. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we will catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.